Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up one at 5.66 and three quarters. November soybeans down five cents at 13.83 and a half. September Chicago wheat up three cents at 7.03 and a half. September Kansas City wheat up five at 6.65 and a quarter. September spring wheat down eight and three quarters at 9.07 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, really, really appreciate it. Leave me a review or a rating if you have not already. Um, if you like the podcast, leave me a five-star rating. Uh, leave a comment. If you don't like it, leave me a comment. Um, leave me some criticism. If you think there's something I can improve, certainly let me know. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, help YouTube to spread these videos out. Help me to keep doing this. If you need some additional assistance from me, as always, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you will get every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all sorts of interesting charts and graphics, all of my grain marketing recommendations. I talk a lot very specifically about grain marketing, everything from cash sales to capture and carry, um, option strategies, all that sort of stuff is included. Um, there are subscriber-only videos that now go out every business day. I've also been doing Sunday weather videos in the summer. Those have been extremely popular. This is a monthly subscription. It's billed to your credit card automatically, and it can be canceled at absolutely any time, no questions asked. Um, and again, as I've, as I've said before, if you subscribe to this thing, uh, we're not going to try to sell you anything else. Um, this is a standalone product, and uh, you only hear from me if you need to hear from me. So uh, certainly check that out, guys. To get into the headlines here this morning, um, this story regarding ethanol uh, certainly circulating here. A bipartisan group of U.S. senators is seeking to repeal the ethanol mandate. And uh, that's a pretty scary sounding headline. Uh, Senators Dianne Feinstein from California, Toomey from Pennsylvania, Menendez from New Jersey, and Susan Collins from Maine. So you've got Democrats and Republicans here introduced the Corn Ethanol Mandate Elimination Act yesterday. That's a bill that would seek to end the corn ethanol mandate in the renewable fuel standard. Um, The bill, in my opinion, will see massive opposition from Corn Belt state representatives. Uh, The senators who are seeking to end the mandate say that other biofuels have lower greenhouse gas emissions and that the bill would help to reduce carbon emissions. Um, This was a quote from Feinstein. She said, the federal corn ethanol mandate no longer makes sense when better lower carbon alternatives exist. It's time to end the mandate and instead support more advanced biofuels and biodiesel that won't contribute to climate change or drive up the cost of food. Um, It sounds to me like these senators are in the corner of big oil, certainly. Uh, The Advanced Biofuels Business Council spoke out immediately and said, this proposal does nothing for advanced biofuels, and we do not appreciate being used to greenwash a top priority for a handful of the dirtiest oil refineries in the country. I would make the argument that this uh, bill has very little chance of passing. There will be massive opposition uh, on both sides of the aisle from representatives in ag states. You look at the corn market, and it was totally unfazed by this overnight. But uh, there is a lot of news regarding ethanol and and a, and a big push against ethanol as of late on a number of different fronts. Um, maybe in related news, the White House has delayed its annual process to decide next year's biofuel volumes. Uh, the White House has has mostly stayed out of this stuff until now. Um, Some sources say that the Biden administration is now seeking to take control of the matter. Uh, You've got lawmakers 
both on the oil side of the debate and on the corn or ethanol side of the debate that have been kind of pushing uh, the Biden administration for months on this issue. Uh, Biden's chief of staff is apparently now involved in, in the discussions. Um, we've seen delays like this report before and in the past, and, and this is not unprecedented by any means, but just another go around here. The U.S. Corn Belt will remain dry for another 10 days. Forecasts again, and I know I sound like a broken record here, but forecasts again offer no organized rainfall really whatsoever for the next 10 days. Um, your 6 to 10 day maps still pretty dry here generally. Let's see if I can get them up on my screen. Here's the uh, next seven days. Nothing in terms of organized rainfall for the vast majority of the Corn Belt. Maybe way up north like Wisconsin, maybe Minnesota catches, or um, sorry, uh, Michigan uh, catches some rain here, but really nothing in terms of organized rainfall for the Corn Belt. Six to 10 still looks ugly, hot and dry. Eight to 14 day still looks ugly, hot and dry. Uh, this morning's GFS run, and, and this was in there yesterday as well, does offer a little bit of rain for some of the Corn Belt coming back in around the 30th of this month and into the first few days of August. I don't know if the trade necessarily has a ton of uh, confidence in that, but there is, is a little bit in the extended forecast. A new law in Argentina may hurt global soybean oil prices. Uh, the measure, which is expected to be signed into law before uh, months end, will cut the amount of soy-based biodiesel that must be blended into the country's domestic uh, uh, fuel supply, opening up additional bean oil for export. Now, Argentina, of course, is a huge soybean crusher. They're the largest exporter of meal and soybean oil. And this new law uh, is likely going to result in increased soybean oil exports, which could weigh on the global market here. The new law, according to the article I read this morning, says that the amount of biodiesel in domestic diesel supplies in Argentina would go from 10% down to 5% or even 3%. So they may cut this deal in half. Um, maybe that's weighing on the bean market a little bit here. I look at the bean market and I see threatening weather um, ahead and, and, and the, the timing of this threatening weather is especially uh, problematic when you're talking late July and, and potentially early August, hot and dry. But you've got this, this deal in Argentina and I think the sell-off in the crude oil market is problematic as well. Nothing in terms of cash cattle trade yet this week. Uh, the board was down yesterday anywhere from 40 to 70 cents. Feeder cattle down a little bit more than that. Maybe the rally in the corner had something to do with that. The box beef market was a little bit lower yesterday. Uh, fairly quiet in the outside markets. The S&P's up five or six points. We had a nice rebound yesterday after that sell-off on Monday. The Dow's up 100. Uh, gold and silver are mixed. Crude oil is up 86 cents at 68.06. Uh, still kind of down and out here after that sell-off. Uh, which was a result of the OPEC uh, production increase. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.